What's up, everybody? I'm Matthew Simon, and this is my co-host, Leif Saloum, and we're listening to the Screw It Sports Podcast. So, Leif, today we're talking basketball, and I've been under a rock for the last few weeks, but boy, am I excited to watch my Battle of L.A. Western Conference Finals. Lakers Clippers, baby. That's what it's been all season, right? That's what we ended up with. Lakers Clippers, huh? Yeah, that's that's what it was all, all season long. That's yeah, what it was. yeah, yeah, you know. And, like, and the Bucks were gonna win, are going to win the East and stuff, right? Yeah, the Bucks were definitely going to win the East, you know. Um I do have something to say about that, though. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what is – you're handing me a piece of paper that says the Clippers are trash and Pandemic P choked in Game 7 along with Kawhi having the most inefficient scoring half of his entire career in the most important game that the NBA fans have been waiting on for years to send the Clippers and Lakers for a battle of L.A. Western Conference Finals. What? Yeah. So, um, you know, apparently, apparently, from everything that I've learned mm-hmm. about the bubble, you know, they have a golf, they have a golf course, they have all that really good stuff. But what they forgot to open was a strip club. Clearly, should have talked to Lou. So, you know, because like Lou will definitely needs, you know, his chicken wings from the strip club. Um, Paul George hasn't knocked up a strip in like what eight months. <laughs> You're giving him credit. Yeah, it's it's been a minute, right? Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, it's, it's definitely been a minute, you know. Like, well, that's because he plays for the Clippers. All the good strippers are hanging around the Lakers. That's true. That's he said, true. he said, oh, I'm an NBA player, and they start to send their best girls in. He said, for the Clippers, <laughs> they send in like Bertha from the back, who just finished shitting on Odell Beckham's chest. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Sorry, Odell, I had to get another one. <laughs> you can't you can't have it come out that you like to be shitted on and not expect me. <laughs> To give you shit about that, like Big Bertha's coming out here dropping steaming bro, dumps bro, on bro, your bro, chest. Bro, my car is called Big Bertha. All Big right, Bertha. Odell probably wants her to shit on him too. Probably. What a guy. Um, so um, yeah. Um, as so I know, guess as I've been recently informed, the Western Conference Finals is actually Lakers Nuggets, apparently. Who which somehow, it? which somehow has not been a sweep. Yeah. Somehow, I definitely expected a sweep. Shout out to the Nuggets. Um, Jamal Murray has definitely had probably one of the best runs. Any player has ever had in NBA history in playoffs. He had a you know, like I don't, I don't know, like I'm, I think like LeBron was the only guy to like have like multiple forties and stuff like that. I don't know how many other players actually did. Like Kevin Durant never had a mm-hmm. run like that. Russ definitely not. Neither did Steph. Like any of those great point guards, like none of them ever had a run like that. I honestly, I think in the future we'll look back and talk about Jamal Murray's bubble performance, even if they don't go all the way. But man, dude, like you said, yeah, you dick. Well, now all of you guys better get ready to suck it too. Like not just Harper. <laughs> Shout out Harper. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, man, and you got freaking Nikola Jokic, who looks like. If you took the positive traits of every big man and sold him at Walmart, you would get Jokic. And for some yeah. reason, he's hey, Matthew, the best center in the league. Hey, Matthew, guess what? You know why? Because he's not American. He was not trained the American way. He was actually trained the real brand of basketball, man. which is Europe and FIBA. That man did not play American basketball until he got to the NBA. He did it right. He was a little fat. He couldn't do 10 push-ups. By the way, that, that's true. Like mm-hmm. in the NBA, he could not do 10 push-ups. Roy Hibbert couldn't do a push-up. But that's because he's right over and he was too busy crying because his fucking Paul George is white. But <laughs> shout out to Paul George. You know, screw you award to Paul George's 18 different baby bosses <laughs> for ruining team chemistry everywhere he goes. Didn't he have, like, one game where, like, he just had, like, 
two of them like show up. <laughs> like probably. both his girlfriends or some shit, or like three girlfriends. They probably didn't know about each other. It was probably a big deal. It was crazy. Uh, you just brought up a really good point about Euroball, though, and yeah. this is gonna be super obvious because obviously. But if I gave you the starting five of Goran Dragic, Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kristaps, and Jokic, just the Euroball five. So believe it or not, Joel technically counts as Euroball. Hmm. It's just not American born. It's not. That's the. That's what Euroball is. Okay. It's you know there are like seven continents. I don't know if you know what seven continents are. You have heard of them. Yeah. Um, if you're not in North America, it's that's Euroball. It's Euroball. Joel grew up like Joel only came here when he was when he was young, way younger. Like so, even though he played college and whatever, like he's still. You can definitely notice like in Euroball, like athletic ability is sometimes. A little compromised, mm-hmm. but completely made up for with skill, which in my opinion is how basketball should be played. The, by the way, so I read a statistic that said that the Nuggets were the 29th team in the NBA in pace. They were the second slowest NBA team. But guess what? That works. I don't know. That works. It's like 26 other teams are watching play from the couch. So. Exactly. When you sit, when you, whether even though you're slower. If you can control the pace and actually play and, and run run it through your two best players, which are Jokic, you know, Jokic and Murray, I, sure. I, I swear to God, those two are going to be Dude, fucking amazing. Check this out. Michael Porter Jr. Healthy. Healthy, Healthy Michael Look Porter Jr. Look at Bobo, Jr. man. Bro, Bo- come on, bro. Like, Look at Bobo. The Nuggets have I just, I just really wish that Mason Plumlee or Miles Ball, I, I don't know which one they one have. One of the two. They have one of the two. You know, it's, it's like one of the Zellers or whatever. They're both irrelevant. <laughs> Shout out Cody Zeller. And, and, and Tyler. Yeah. Didn't Tyler play in Cleveland for a bit? Be sure. I think. Did Tyler play at all? Yeah. Even when he was playing, was he playing? Not really, but like. It was on an NBA team. Okay, I'll give him that. Um, I guess when you couldn't even play D1. You want to get them crickets down the back back or just just let that one slide? You know what, Matthew? Touche. 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 I got two shades. One for the plug and one for the <laughs> Anyways, uh, after I just that was so bad. Put, my, put myself on a hate list somewhere. Uh yeah, so let's let's break down the West first, man. So right now it's it's what two one. Okay, it's and there's two, a game tonight. It's two one. I really, really, really am struggling to even understand how the hell the Lakers lost. I didn't watch the game, but after watching the highlights, LeBron had a thirty point triple double. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis played really good, but Jamal Murray also balled out. I just think that right now the Lakers. So Lakers have an amazing bench. It's like. They're so inconsistent, though. Like, every single player, like, almost every single player on the Lakers is a player that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. And I really, really want to, like, see. Like, they're, they're like, you know, for let's say if I'm supporting a team, like, they are the players that I want to have on my team. Mm-hmm. It's just they need to get their heads out of their asses, man. Like, okay, Kyle Kuzma, just, oh, my God. Yeah. Kuzma. You were so good. You were so good, Kyle. What happened? So, you know me, I've been ragging on Kuz for years. I don't think Kuz is worth anything. I said after his rookie year, if the Lakers could trade him for a late first, they should because he wasn't ever going to develop from that. So, he was so good his rookie Like, honestly, bro, his rookie year self was enough. Because he was six years but older than most kept, other rookies. But if he, if he kept it up, if he kept up his rookie performance, 
you know what? If he kept up his rookie performance, like he, he's still riding off that cloud. I don't know how. So Kuz is a tough one for us because he's similar to like LeBron or uh, Bill Belichick. Of like, you can't give them coach of the year MVP because they do it every single year and you have to give it to them every single year. That's Kuz with the Screw You Award. Like, every single episode could be Kyle Kuzma, don't listen to this. But then it would just be the title of every episode. So that kind of defeats the whole purpose. I'm with Kevin Love. Oh my goodness. I don't even want to talk about Kevin Love. What do you think? What do you think Kevin Love? And to a lesser or greater extent, depending on your perspective, Tristan Thompson. Oh, directly to LeBron James. To LeBron or Kevin Love? Both. Okay, so you know, to Kevin Love, honestly, like I don't, I don't, I think Kevin Love owes the city of Cleveland a lot of money. I really think that he should redonate his salary to like just make Cleveland less shitty. Is that possible? As well established, the river runs with the runoff of the Browns games. So. That's true. That's true. Just, just, just retire, Kevin. Just retire. I miss Fat Kevin. I miss Good Kevin. I miss Kevin that I liked watching play basketball. <laughs> okay. Now, anytime I see Kevin Love on the court, it's like watching so, two. So I'm gonna have to stop here because I feel like we're giving Kevin Love way too much notoriety. Right yeah, now. honestly, Kevin Love. I shouldn't even give Kevin Love this much attention. So why don't we just? Why don't I answer the second part of your question yeah. about Tristan Thompson, what he owes LeBron? So let if I, you know, I'm just gonna look up his contract real quick. Tristan Thompson contract, according to Google, right? The result was literally Tristan Thompson contract LeBron. It pay, This is like what CBS Sports said. It pays to be friends with LeBron James. It pays to share his agent. Not that Tristan Thompson is getting $82 million just for that. I thought they were like 60-something. I forgot it was I, the, I, Yeah, that blows oh my, my mind. God. Okay, so in my opinion, this is what Tristan Thompson over, right? Every 6 a.m. Tristan Thompson shows up in a French-made dress. Does he have to draft? Does he have to draft? When he was in Cleveland. No, 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 he still has to drive to LA. He's Cleveland. Not to LA. He has to leave at like. He has to leave at like five o'clock in the afternoon to get there at six. Basically, yeah. He has to just go there in his French maid dress. Stand in front of the gate, ring the bell, driving him like Dad, he's here. You know, and then like come inside, just basically make LeBron his breakfast, you know, the basic, you know, protein, protein pancakes, waffles, and, and coffee with gunpowder, and like just a lot, and, and to sauce around. He's not going to be worth anything. Goat bacon, goat milk, you know, goat sausage, goat Balls. I, don't, I don't know. He actually he makes he makes Tristan Thompson refer to him only as Goat Daddy. As Goat Daddy, yeah. Um, so after that, you know, after he's done making him his nutritious goat breakfast with the gunpowder, of course. I, you know, I I am very inclined to believe that Tristan Thompson call her daddy. Shout out, call her daddy. That's a great podcast. Every single week, and learns exactly all the new things. Blowjob. You know, <laughs> Gluck Gluck 9003. Because, you know, every week, there's a new version, right? Like, just, oh, of course. The one thing that humans do constantly in sex is change. <laughs> yeah. So, with all that being said, he gets down on, you know, on both knees, 
and gives LeBron the gluck gluck 9,003. And next week, 9,004, and so on and so forth. It's like that video of the lady with the grapefruit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, he, um, and like LeBron doesn't even do do him the favor of like eating a pineapple. Oh, yeah. He's got, he's got like that eating junk food bong leg. So like, you know, and I, I don't think Tristan even deserves that. You know, like, that guy would that guy put a baby in Khloe Kardashian. And you know, honestly, like, I'm not gonna knock him. You know, I I hope his baby is like always happy and safe and everything. But Khloe Kardashian, man. Right, like that's like the did, consolation. Did, did prize. you see what that bitch did to Lamar Odom? <laughs> <laughs> how how is Tristan not Lamar? Honestly, maybe that's a dub. Yeah, honestly, maybe I feel like that's a dub in his favor. That's probably the person making eighty-two million dollars from sucking LeBron James's LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that name. Dear LeBron James, James. Dear LeBron James, LeBron James. Don't listen to this. <laughs> I really like that. You know, but like, I don't. I don't know. I don't even know what the heck he's doing. Like, did he even play well this season? Did he even play well this season? I don't know. I know Andre Drummond somehow ended up in Cleveland. Ridiculous. How, how in Cleveland's general office, how do you go, all right, so we have Kevin Love, we have Tristan Thompson. No, we need to bring us together. Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. <laughs> that'll really tie this whole, that'll bring all this Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, that's it, we're ready. We're, we're, we're all we need is is another big who can't shoot and can't facilitate, but can rebound, but can get rebounds. Just that's average like 145 rebounds per game. And it's that, and they probably even. I mean, I don't know what their rebounds per game like. See, like okay, so I've been on teams where like I was I was a really good rebounder, and I've been on teams with really good rebounders. When you have more than when when it's more than two, mm-hmm. it's a shit show. Oh, oh for sure. You have. Amazing rebounders, but you just end up not getting any because the t- you're you're fighting for the rebound, and the other team just happens to get it when like all six of you are just tapping the ball, you know. Even though there's like five players on the court, but like it's six people that are trying to rebound. All right, all right so even we're not talking about the Lakers, we're spending more time talking about the Cavs than we are the West here. I want to get one quick thing. I'm gonna get list Tristan Thompson, Andre Drummond. Kevin Love's stat line, and you tell me which belongs to which. So we have one player that in 32 minutes a game averaged 17.6, 9.8, and 3.2. Who do you think that is? Out of those three? Yeah. Kevin Love? Okay. In 28 minutes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. How many rebounds? Uh, 9.8. Kevin Love. In, um, how's it going? All good. So, so we have been interrupted yeah, by the what, beautiful people. If our people. audio sounds different, uh, fuck UNF, fuck the Ospreys, go, go swoop yourself into a fucking coma, everyone that works at this godforsaken university. But we just got kicked out of our recording spot, so now we just sort of like... Even though it doesn't close for another hour. Yeah, they just wanted to go home early because they're all lazy. Or something. She said that if she made the exception for us... She would have to make it for everyone else, even though I am the last person to log into that room three days ago. Yeah, so hopefully our audio sounds roughly the same. If it sounds a little different, that's why. So forgive us? Yeah, forgive us. Uh, University of North Florida, screw you, or go fuck yourself. Uh, and yeah, since 
our podcast was so great, the man wanted to keep us out, but we broke into a classroom and we said we're going to record anyways, so go fuck yourself. I didn't really, I, I've had like three classes in this classroom. So well, there you go. Well, we didn't really break it. The door was open, so yeah. that's basically it. I paid $7,000 a fucking year for this shit. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, so we've done the first one. Let's kind of pick up back where we were real quick. Okay. Uh, so next we have in 28 minutes a player that scored 17 and a half points, so basically identical to the first player. That's Drummond. 11 rebounds. That's Drummond. Two assists. That's Drummond. And so then you're saying Tristan got the third. What I would in 30 minutes, 12 That's points, That's 10 boards, That's Tristan. and two assists. That's Tristan. That's it. Three. Am I right? You went three for three. Uh, it's interesting to me though that Kevin Love and Drummond's scoring output was almost identical. 17.6 to 17.5. Drummond is a bad motherfucker, bro. Like, we really have to start moving that. Yeah, Drummond got an extra board per game, but also That's an true. assist less. But also an extra steal and an extra block. So Drummond is awesome. Call man. it what you will. I Plus, like he's still only, like, what, 26? Like, I forget that. He's still young, bro. Sometimes, he's like, 27. If you, like, ask, if you ask most people, you're like, yo, Drummond's, like, what, 39? Right now, Drummond is the best rebounder. In the league at 15.2. Have I ever told you the story that I actually watched on a vlog one time? Oh, yeah? Where it was um, about Andre Drummond. Um, so there's this um, NBA YouTuber. Mm-hmm. His name is uh, Christopher London. You know him? I think so. I've heard that name before. He's like 6'10, 6'11 type yeah. shit. And he, he used to have like these story times when he first started. And he's like, so he went out on this girl on this date with a girl that was about, you know, 6'5, 6'6. Mm-hmm. And she just kept talking about her her ex-boyfriend who, you know, happened to play in the NBA and everything. And she showed him a picture of him. And it was Andre Drummond. She also showed him a video of her and Andre Drummond getting intimate. That's nice. And good for Andre Drummond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, from, from what I've heard, shout out Andre Drummond, you know, here at Screw Sports Podcast, we can always appreciate, you know, it's the anti Kevin Love. Yeah. A mandingo of a, of a man. <laughs> shout out Kevin Love. Uh, no, ew. Yeah. Kevin Love, what have you done to me? Harsh. Harsh. Andre Drummond. I'm very sorry. I just did you a disservice. Well, clearly they score the same, so it must not be that big of a disservice. It's not, <laughs> but off the court scoring is what? counts yeah um honestly though good for drummond i I hate that he's stuck in cleveland because i don't see that franchise being worth really anything anytime in the next few years because i don't believe in colin sexton and i don't believe in darius garland and i don't believe in i don't even know who their coach is right now i'll give you 20 bucks if you can name the Cavs coach without cannot i can't exactly i can't i have no idea who they're trotting out there right now Wow. Huh. We are getting our first Screw It Sports Podcast call-in. Huh. It is my good friend, Salim Edwick. Welcome to the Screw It Sports Podcast. You're on air. Uh, this is a bit of a surprise. How's Very it going? Very surprise. What the hell is this? <laughs> I don't know. You called us, right? This was, this was, that was the whole bit. It was that you called is us. This huh? Papa John's? I'll no, have, uh, this is Patrick. <laughs> this, yeah, this is Papa speaking. Nice to meet you. Okay. So, 
I don't think anybody thought when he was in that dunk contest he would be a I was player talking, that got. I was like, talking to Salim about that actually. Actual minutes. So did he? Did you or did you not know that Derek Jones Jr. was literally only called up on a ten day, just so he yeah, could participate in the dunk contest? And now he's, yeah, and, and now that turned into a fucking career. Yeah, and That's now he's crazy. got like an actual contributing member of a team that is up three one in their conference finals. It's lost what one game. It, did the Bucks get a game or did they get swept? I don't know. I no, think I think they got a game. That's what it was. Yeah. So on the, they, it was on the buzzer too. So they've gotten the the Heat have lost two games this entire postseason. Like it, it's it, it's hard to look at. I don't think the Nuggets could stop them. Clearly, the Celtics couldn't. I mean, you, you can obviously make an ar- a good argument for the Lakers because people have been saying this is the Lakers championship since before the season even started. But it's hard I'll to look. Say one thing. I'll say one thing. So Miami, that, that heat culture is cliche, but it's it's very true. Like you're gonna, if you're a Miami Heat player, like it's really not for everybody. Like uh, Jared Dudley a few years ago, I remember when he was shooting the lights out with Phoenix. Some Heat fan on Twitter. This was like maybe 2014. Hit him up. He's like, you got to sign with Miami this offseason. He goes, to go to Miami, you need to be 2% body fat. I can't do all that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't surprise so, me, bro. It's, even Jimmy Butler, like he said, like, so he looks like a nice guy, right? He'll, he'll curse your ass out. It doesn't matter if you're a star. If you're a star or if you're like the 15th man, you're going to do the same shit. You're going to run the same amount. Nope, everybody's going to show up to the, the bus of the team playing wearing Miami Heat gear. Nobody gets special uh, preferential treatment. And that's how, you know, nobody... Miami's not going to be outworked. So now that they've always been like that, even like in, in bad years, you know, in between the, you know, like last year. But this year when you have the talent, like Jimmy, Van, Tyler Harrell, you know, Duncan Robinson, Derek Jones Jr., and it's it's interesting because the youth of that team, I don't see that team going away anytime soon. Highly doubt it. We, I mean, we've talked about this on previous episodes earlier in the season that Lath had Miami as this team to watch for in the future. He laughed at me. Uh, yeah. Imagine, imagine that, Salim. Especially with what his game is. Bam. Bam is 23. Tyler Harrell is 20. Duncan Robinson, I think, is 26 or 27. Goron is 34, but Goron can be in that Manu Ginobili role, like eventually coming off the bench, like playing like 20 minutes a game, like as he gets you know, deeper into his career. Yeah, I mean, um, you guys had Kendrick Nunn was third place in Rookie of the Year voting. Like... Yeah, and, and I think Kendrick, I, I kind of feel for him because his confidence is definitely it, it's, like he's Since that Pacers series, it's been shot I for sure. He's very talented, and I think uh, I think he'll get back to it next season. I think he's, I think his confidence is a little shaken, or he's rusty. I don't know what it is, but but yeah, Miami. Derek Jones Jr. is I think 24, so Miami has a pretty good, you know, young base to build from with Jimmy and Bam being the core and now Tyler Harrell looking I mean he had a really good rookie season but now in, in the bubble like he's only 20 if you look at the way Tyler played in January Tyler was good in January but his big problem is that he didn't have a, like a lot of uh, like a layup package around the rim 
now his finishing around the rim is ridiculous. Like how he improved that aspect of his game within like seven months is is insanity. I mean, he's a different player. Yeah, it's crazy. So that upped his ceiling from potentially, you know, being like a going from like maybe a buddy healed guy to his max to being like potentially like obviously he won't be as good on defense, but like a more dynamic Clay Thompson. You know, uh, you know, th- there's a point in time that I would have laughed at you for that take, but after last night's game, I don't, I don't think I can say that. I mean, I, I, last night he was the best player on the court, and I don't think it was close. Jimmy Butler, who's infamous for working hard, said nobody works harder than Tyler Harrell. I agree with that, from what I've seen. And you can see the improvement January, February, March to now. He does not have the layup package that he has now. He did not have the, the ball handling skills that he has now earlier in the season. And, and I mean, right now you you got a dude that can shoot. I mean, well, in that Pacers series, it was any time that he had a foot of space, the way he could just pick and pop that jumper is it's crazy. Like, he, yeah, Tyler Harrell shot forty percent from three this year around it, and he didn't even. He didn't even feel like that was his max for what he can be. Um, so I think for Tyler, Tyler and Bam, and then Jimmy, you know, 30 is not, 30 is not old. He's on contract for another four years. I think, I think Miami's in position uh, to be good for a long time, you know, hopefully. I, I truly, truly think so. And I really feel like with an addition of just another big name, maybe like, honestly, not even like a crazy big name. I just, Bro, if they get, like, another Andre Godala-esque player, I feel like they would be awesome. Bro, if if y'all got Gordon Hayward, that's an amazing addition. Well, there was a lot of talk, and I can speak to this specifically as through my fandom. There was a lot of talk post our first round series that there's a lot of talk in the league about an Oladipo to Miami. Like, Absolutely. The Oladipo to Miami thing is, is very real. Like, those aren't just rumors. Like, that's... And but, man, that team, that team's scary. Like, I mean, you, you got Yeah, this, I think if you add, if you add all the people to that team, I mean, and you could run lineups, you know, cause people can play point guard, we know. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a very good ball handler. If you run lineups out there, like, you know, Depot, Tyler Harrell, uh, Jimmy, Duncan Robinson, and Bam, that's a scary lineup. And, like, and, and especially right now, man, I mean, the team is playing with just so much confidence that it, it, it's, I mean, you can just watch them play. Like, even though Miami won that game the other day to get what, or sorry, Celtics won that game the other day to get one on the board. Like, at no point during the series do I felt like Boston even really has a chance at it. I mean, it's sure they got but, a game, but Miami's but, 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 just been running like, them off the court. But like, okay, I feel like we shouldn't also just discredit the Celtics completely. The fact, you know, like the fact of the matter is Miami is just a better team right yeah. now. You yeah, know? I mean, that's really what it is. Don't, see, Salim, don't worry. I said Michelle under my breath. Michelle. <laughs> like, the, the only, it's 3-1. It's not over. We've but, seen but they're such cough, a good. certain teams, the Warriors, <laughs> um, the Clippers, cough, cough. Know, lose 3-1. We've seen, you know, the Clippers and the Jazz in this playoff. Right, so this it's, not, it's not over, but I think I think Miami. I mean, if they can, man, if they can get to the finals and potentially play the Lakers, who 
you imagine LeBron against Miami? Pat Riley is still kind of salty about LeBron leaving. Is he? Is he though? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was the right yeah. thing for LeBron, and yeah, you could argue it was the right thing for Miami too. But I feel like, I feel like LeBron Sydney couldn't. Um, bro, I feel like LeBron Sydney couldn't handle any more loads. And he didn't have the blood clots yet, or at least we didn't know about it. Man, LeBron's kidneys. Man, LeBron kidneys can't handle any more like Miami roids. Yeah, exactly. Le- LeBron, LeBron's getting that shipment in right now from fucking Akron. <laughs> shipping in Akron overnight, parcel, fucking deluxe from Akron to Orlando. Um, got fucking Stanisola on the way. So, so I know, so I know the answer to that, right? I already know the answer to what we're going to talk about. I'm just going to tie in, tie it now to a finals, a finals talk because you know we just we know that Miami's the better team and like again no hopefully like I really hope that Miami clinches it and makes it the finals. That, that would be amazing. That, that would be insane for Jimmy himself, Jimmy Tyler. By the way, something. Do you know that Tyler was actually born in 2000? Yeah, that, that's fucking crazy. Like, dude is younger than we are and dropping almost 40 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Like, it's it's just, it's crazy to me to watch. But, like, but, like, okay, continue. I'm sorry, but, like, can we, can we just, like, make it known right now that no matter what the outcome is, LeBron and, LeBron and the Lakers in five? <laughs> um, so... I think if Miami meets the Lakers in the finals, the Lakers probably should be favorited by a good bit. In five. Uh, <laughs> it really, at this point with this Miami team, it wouldn't, nothing would shock me. Yeah. Uh, that's I, all I'm going to say. I, I give you credit for saying that. So I, as, as a LeBron, as a LeBron believer, you know, because I know that you are, I know you're a LeBron. Oh, I love LeBron. I, I know, Le- exactly. I know that LeBron's your goat. LeBron's my goat. I don't know about Matthew, but Matthew is fucking stupid. So like, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it if he said like TJ Warren's the goat. He's the bubble goat. <laughs> <laughs> For that few games that didn't count before the playoffs started, <laughs> and then he averaged like 12 a game. But we don't talk about that. No, we don't. It's okay. It's, it's okay, Matthew. Yeah, TJ yeah. Warren came back to earth. So, but like, would you, Salim? Like, you know, as as um. You know, as our first caller, are you okay? So you root for LeBron almost in any game he plays in, correct? Yeah, I love LeBron. I, I root for him to win, but if you're asking me, how 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 would you feel about a, about a Lakers Miami thing, and how like are you gonna switch on? Are you gonna switch on LeBron? That that's my biggest question. As much as I love LeBron, I'm a Heat fan through and through, bro. I've been my dad when I was in 2003-2004 season, white rookie year. We went to the Heat Hornets playoff game. I think it was Game Two in Miami. Dwayne Wade hit the game-winning runner over Baron Davis and Jamal McClure. And ever since then, I was six or seven years old at the time. I was hooked. That's so it. for me, I mean, I love LeBron, but like. Nah, I, I, if we play them, I hope we get their ass the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, and that's honestly, gonna be some good basketball, if, though. If you watch the Lakers, and I mean, this that's is the series code. I want to watch. This, that is the series I want to watch. That I, I, I would like to see the Nuggets just for the means come back from three series in a row, but I, they're not. If, they're not. I, I don't think they have the. They, they, I have no idea how they even won last game. Yeah. 
I look at. Well, they should uh, be up to one right now if it, you know if it wasn't for a miscommunication between uh, Grant and Plumley on the Anthony Davis day and winner. And that's what's crazy to but, me is like I, I look at that and I think that the Lakers are by far the better team. But if that play goes differently, like if AD doesn't hit that game winner and was that game two or is that game one? Game two. Game one, they won by like twenty. Yeah. And get, but, I mean, you very really could be looking at Nuggets up 2-1 in this series. I really don't. Uh, I, I doubt it. It's. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think the Nuggets are going to win this series, but I think they probably get another game. Yeah. I, I, mean, really, I really don't want them to. I, I think we'll probably ultimately end up with Miami Lakers, but it would be cool to see. Because, like, don't get me wrong. Like, the Nuggets were definitely, like, my team to root for the entire bubble. Because, yeah. because I just absolutely love Jokic. I love Jamal Murray. I love, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I it's love, a fun team. yeah, I love all the young guys and everything. But like, dude, I don't want to see, like, I just want to see LeBron back. I just want to see LeBron back in the finals because look, we all, bro, when LeBron doesn't make the finals, he, he doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Like, let's face it, right? Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been since like, let's see. 2010? Yeah, yeah, the, no, yeah, the year before. And then he, he lost in the, the second round against Celtics. Yeah, yeah in, the, in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. But, like, then yeah, he also... LeBron's getting to the playoffs, he's getting to the finals. So, like, okay, it's just if history teaches us anything, the Lakers are almost definitely going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I am very, I am very excited to see that Nuggets team in the future. Yeah, I don't think they have so, it this year, but I definitely I think, think the Nuggets win this series. Um, I hope the Lakers win because here's the thing: if the Nuggets win that series and Miami plays the Nuggets in the finals, yeah. those asterisks the fuck out of whoever wins that series. It's like, oh yeah, that's only the bubble, whatever. I, I agree with that for sure. This year, bro, so bro, this, year this year, if the Lakers Miami, win, if the, but if the Lakers win this year, I, I don't think the asterisks will. Be there just because oh, like, yeah. Kobe, right. Jordan, Jordan else Kobe though. fans, the Kobistanis are definitely going to ask. Oh no, there's only the bubble. All right, whatever. But like even um, the Kobe stands, bro. Like they're not going to say, "Oh, this one was for Kobe." I, dude, Kobe fans, don't get me wrong. Like Lakers fans as a whole, you know, they're rooting for the Lakers and LeBron. But like, dude, the hardcore Kobe stands. Remember how many? Like, there's a part of them that wants. Remember LeBron how many fans? Remember yeah, how many murals they defaced? Really good point. Remember how many murals they defaced? Mm-hmm. You brought up a really good point because uh, the, the Kobe stands, the Kobe stands, the, the Kobe stands are. Uh, uh, you brought up a really good point about them wanting to LeBron to fail. Ever since he first got there, I mean, when he signed with the Lakers, they painted that really big mural of like LeBron is the king, and, and Kobe fans they tore him up the, about that. Talk about, about that, bro. I, I bet there would be. So you know what I mean, like the Lakers. Certain Kobe fans, I've seen it, like on Twitter. I've seen it in real life. Like whenever LeBron, LeBron can have like twenty straight amazing games. He has a bad game. They're like he's not Kobe. <laughs> Kobe he's not Kobe. That. He can't do it at the end. Like shut the fuck up, dog. Like shut the fuck up. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Who's your Who's your goat, Matt? Um, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's yeah, a long pause. I don't, um, I don't like that. See, you're not in Tallahassee. I can actually beat you up right now. You can't. That's why I'm thinking this very, ser- very seriously. But there, there, there's, here. It's one word. It starts with an L. And his name is 
Lamarcus Aldridge. But I'll be no. honest, I think I still have to give it to MJ. I think I still Oh have my to, god. I, think I still have to say it's MJ. As a as a the goat. So MJ, MJ is my number two, but it's always so funny. If they played one v one, it's absolutely LeBron, um, there's no question. But I think based on what they've done for the sport, I think I still Are you say, kidding me? I think I still say MJ. Are you kidding me? So we we established that Matthew is fucking dumb. You you mentioned that earlier. Um, the one thing I would do you want to touch on before we wrap this up is in a potential and Slim will be interesting to get your take on this because wow. I imagine you have the heat better than either of us do. Obviously, I, I think you stick Bam on AD, and I think Bam does a pre. But who on that team do you put on LeBron? Nobody. Jimmy, maybe. I, I was going to say maybe Jimmy. Jimmy at, the end of, at the end of games, look, LeBron is going to get his. Like, it's just, it's it's kind of how you have to play it. I don't think anybody has ever stopped say, LeBron. Like I would that. say Jimmy, Only LeBron can stop LeBron. specifically at the end of the game, and Bam too, because Bam can guard all five positions, because you don't want to get those guys into foul trouble. But, yeah. but who'll, who'll guard AD? Like if, who guards AD? I think Bam will guard him um, at times... When they have uh, big lineups in, like um, off the bench, I think they could bring Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk is an underrated defender. Look, oh, AD, again, like that, he's too fucking talented. Like he's no matter who you you can yeah, Bam. I think will slow him down some, but, but he'll still get his. He's gonna get his. And that's, I mean that's really if I think the. Heat want to have a chance at it. I think that's how they'd have to play it. Is and I'll, I'll give you what you said about Jimmy Butler. The they're most dangerous, and we've seen in this playoffs. It's not when LeBron and AD are having great games. It's when they're having great games and, and everyone else. Rondo or fucking hitting threes and right. Caruso's hitting corner threes. The ball to count. Shout out Jared uh, It's it's those guys. I mean, it's, it's, so I could see Miami just being like, okay, LeBron and AD. They're they're, they're, they're gonna do their things most of the game. Let's shut down everybody else, and then the the game, we'll put we'll put Jimmy on LeBron, and we'll put Bam on AD. Like even though I think Bam's gonna go to AD for most of the game anyway. I will, I'll say in the Pacers Heat series specifically, because that's the one obviously I watched the most intently. Is in Game Three and Four, man, when they put they had Jimmy on pretty much whoever had the ball, and Jimmy's defense down the dude was a straight dog, like. He, you didn't know that? Uh, oh, I've I've been a Jimmy Butler fan since he was with the Bulls, but like his and like you said, just about the work he puts in, like the the hustle that Jimmy Butler was putting in those final like five ten minutes of the fourth quarter is unmatched, bro. Like Jimmy's about to die on the court. He doesn't. That's how he wanted to go out. Like, he doesn't mind. Yeah. So and also like we've seen Miami throughout the regular season and in the playoffs, like. Versus the Pacers, they kind of played it straight up defense, like man to man. Versus Milwaukee, they formed a fucking wall and made like Giannis shoot it and everybody else beat them. And versus Boston, they're throwing the two three and three two zones out there. I've seen a one three one. Like so, Miami's always going to switch it up depending on. That's why Spo is such a great coach. Like if he sees, if he runs zone and he sees like uh, LeBron or Kuzma or AD at, catching it at the center of the floor. And working their magic, he's going to switch to man. He's going to switch it up a million times over. I agree. Yeah, and, and I think that's really what we've seen be Miami's biggest strength so far is just the versatility. 
is just they can hit you possession to possession with a million different fronts, and you never know what you're going to have to go against. And I think Tyler Harrell, if, if let's say the Heat make the finals and they play late, I think Tyler Harrell is the next factor there. If he can play, look, he's not going to score 37 every night, but if he's giving you like 20, 25 to 25, maybe 22 points a game, that's which insane. he's capable of. That's insane. On efficiency? That's insane. That's scary. That's that's terrifying for the Lakers. That's terrifying for any team in the NBA. And Tyler's capable of that. Like, Absolutely. He's been good all playoffs. So, yeah. um, I, I still think the Lakers will and probably should be favored, but I think that would be uh, probably a more interesting series than maybe some people would think. Yeah, and it, it, I definitely agree, and I think my biggest X factor in that series, and I don't want to start making predictions or anything because we don't even know if that's the series yet. I don't want to jinx anything. Uh, yeah. Because I'm sure our, our podcast and all three of its listeners will affect how that game plays out. You know, me, you, and Salim. Yeah, that's it. Um, but it, it really uh, – you brought it up with Tyler Hero but I, and Caruso and Rondo. I think the X factors in that theory in that series would be the guys that aren't the superstars. Would be the guys that are just the glue guys coming off the bench. I mean, if you have some of those guys, some of the Drogic's games have been like, dude comes out here drops like 14 assists or whatever, and you don't even know what you're gonna get. From just chilling. So, so it, exactly. players exactly. like that pop off throughout the series. I think a lot of people uh, that put a lot of money on the Lakers might find themselves upset. Yeah, I don't think it would be. I don't think. I don't think it would be a four or five, um, unless those five games were extremely fucking close and they just all went the Lakers' way. Yeah. But I, yeah, man, I'm very excited for. You know, I hope Miami finishes the Celtics off tomorrow night, and uh, I think the Nuggets game. The Nuggets game is tonight. I think that should be a good game. Um, somebody said this game for the. For the Lakers, the trap game. If you win, you're up three-one against the Nuggets, which they seem to like going against. And if you lose, give me momentum. Right. Yeah, it's a tough spot. Like, yeah, I absolutely, I'm willing to say that I think the East is probably decided. I don't think the Celtics come back from this, but I, I'm not ready to write the Nuggets off yet. I mean, if you, there's been twice. Oh my already, God! Uh, stop talking! Been twice stop talking! Stop they, talking, Matthew. That you could have wrote them off after three one, and they've fought back. So I, I'm not ready to say that it's a lock Lakers Heat yet, but that, that's probably my most likely projection. Well, Jamal Murray turned into, like, a mixture between Ray Allen and Michael Jordan <laughs> this playoff. So, I mean, anything's possible. Hey. I know disrespect to Jamal Murray. He's a, he's a good player, but... Um, he's definitely been playing above his projections. Way above. And we, everybody knew, like, maybe not to this level, but like, people knew Jamal Murray could be a star. Like, uh, he's capable. He's I, I knew he was going to be really... He's giving that big deal. Always, he's inconsistent. I, I, I always thought that he was going to be like a DeMar DeRozan level star, which is still amazing. So, but like never this, no, never this. So you know, like you know, we actually do have to start wrapping up right now. But um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna let you guys go. Just and, before uh, you go, before before you go, before you go, I have just made an executive decision. Yeah. Um, we're all you know. So as you probably know, after every episode, we give. A couple of, you know, screw you awards per week. Yeah. Um, for the football episodes, who, 
episode, who did we give? Well, we gave like 30 for that last episode. Yeah. Um, who was the main one? <laughs> the main one was Adam Gase. You know, yeah. <laughs> so um, we also started this episode by saying Paul George is definitely, you know, the screw you. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you the, you know, we're going to give it to you and you're going to give us one for football and one for basketball. Screw you of the week. Football, I would say. Fuck, I'd say Adam Gase. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to go anywhere elsewhere. I mean, that's the biggest clown in all oh, football oh, right now. Okay, for football, I would give it to the Chargers team doctor. That <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Did we also give him one? Yeah, yeah we did give him one. So, um, we should add you on the last episode. Damn. Yes, and then for basketball, I would say the Morris twins. Man, they're just fucking clowns. <laughs> they're fucking annoying, and they're dirty players. Harale. <laughs> means they should be bestowed upon them. That's it. That's Basically, it. Yeah. And very eloquent. Very <laughs> that was the most Arabic, eloquent terms I've ever heard. May should be bestowed upon them. So, Salim, oh, thank, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, thanks for being our first ever call-in that also basically turned into a co-host that was super dope. A totally spontaneous call because, you know, this was not planned at all. Absolutely not. Yeah, anyway, just uh, send me the deposit after. And, uh, <laughs> for, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. We'll, all, we'll get that yeah, money yeah, right on the way. All, all $2.73 will be sent your way. That's a royalty check. Uh, 273 but hey, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Cents. <laughs> All right, Sleep. Well, we appreciate you, boss man. Uh, all right, brother. All right, guys. Peace, peace. Stay, stay well. Peace. And, yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty much going to wrap us up here. Lace, you have anything else you want to throw on right at the end here? I just want to uh, say a major shout-out to Salim for um, totally spontaneously calling us. Yeah, that we totally didn't plan at all and had no previous discussions with him about calling in the middle of the episode or not, anything like that. Not at all. That not might have all. potentially been ruined by any bitchy UNF employees who so us out through our timeline off or anything like that. Say cough, 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 cough. Just say it with me. Cuss M-U-N-F. Cuss M-U-N-F. Cuss M-U-N-F. Cuss M-U-N-F. Cuss M-U-N-F. Cuss M-U-N-F. lady that kicked us out. And we love you guys. Peace. With all that being said, screw them. And uh, I hope you guys don't get screwed. Peace. Jesus.